Welcome back to another awesome episode of Gathering Strength, the podcast where we dive into the transformative power of self-discovery and personal growth. I'm your host, Ruby Rube, and today's episode, it's all about breaking free from the chains of learned helplessness. Have you ever heard that phrase before, learned helplessness? If not, well, good. You've tuned in to the right spot because you're going to learn today. And what does Warren Buffett say about learning? The more you learn, the more you earn. And by golly, you're going to learn today. You know I got your back. I'm going to help you with these heavy lifts. I want you to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger via 1974 as he was competing and dominating the bodybuilding world. That's right. I want you to look jacked. I want your veins to have veins. Man, life is heavy, life is tough, and we're not always going to have a spot. Don't worry, hey, I got your back. Now let me ask you this. Have you ever found yourself trapped in a cycle where it feels like no matter how hard you try, your efforts, they just don't make a difference? Do you sometimes hesitate to take action, convinced that the outcome is out of your hands? Well, you're not alone. In this episode, we're going to unravel the layers of learned helplessness, a psychological phenomenon that can impact our confidence, our motivation, and even our overall mental health. We'll explore its roots, dissect the main components that contribute to it, and share practical strategies to overcome its grip. So whether you have faced setbacks in school, work, relationships, or simply want to understand how to empower yourself and those around you, this episode is your guide to turning the tables on learned helplessness. Are you ready? Yep. Are you ready to go? Are you ready to step into a world where every challenge becomes an opportunity for growth? Well, Tune in to Gathering Strength as we unlock the secrets to rising above learned helplessness and embrace a journey of self-empowerment. Remember, it's not about where you've been. It's about where you're headed. Let's gather our strength and dive in. Let's get into it. What is this psychological phenomenon known as learned helplessness? The term was coined in 1967 by the American psychologists Martin Shellman and Stephen Mayer. The pair were conducting research on animal behavior that involved delivering electric shocks to dogs. Yep, I know, that sounds jacked up, right? But the silver lining is that we came away with learning more about ourselves. Now, dogs who learned that they couldn't escape the shock... Well, they stopped trying in subsequent experiments, even when it became possible to avoid the shock by jumping over a barrier. The researchers later realized that they had picked up on a slightly different behavior, learning control. But studies have since confirmed that learned helplessness occurs. Now, here is an experiment that they did on humans. Now, what they did was they subjected participants to loud, unpleasant noises, and by using a lever, you were able to possibly stop the the sounds. Now, that lever, it would potentially stop it, or maybe it wouldn't. Now, the group whose lever wouldn't stop the sound in the first round, well, they stopped trying. 
Now, not trying leads to apathy and powerlessness, and this can lead to an all-or-nothing thinking. Nothing I do matters. I always lose. It doesn't matter how many times I mess with this lever, these loud, unpleasant noises. Well, it's not going to make any, any difference. Now, this phenomenon exists in many animal species as well as humans. Now, learn helplessness is when a person or animal feels powerless and unable to change their situation, even when they actually could. It happens because of past experiences where they couldn't control or change something. Now, much like those dogs and those humans who were subjected to shocks and loud, unpleasant noises, well, their first round, you know, the their actions and the things that they did to try to ameliorate their situation, well, their efforts were futile. It did not work. Now, after a few rounds of, you know, trying and not seeing any results, they just gave up. Little did they know that the psychologist, they, they switched the tables to where, hey, if they just did uh, the, their actions a little bit more, then the unpleasant noises would have stopped. And for the dogs, if the dogs would have just jumped over the barrier, then the shocks would have stopped. But because they felt powerless from past experiences where, you know, hey, I tried and I tried and tried and I just, you know, uh, couldn't do anything about it, so I'm not even going to try. Then, then they quit. They learned to be helpless. Now, there's three main components to learned helplessness. Experience, belief, and inaction. Now, the first part, experience, a person or animal faces situations where they can't control the outcomes. Now, because of their past experiences where things didn't work out how they intended it to, they start to believe that they have no control over the situation. And so that leads to inaction. Even when opportunities for control arises, they don't take action because they think that they can't change anything. Now to harp on that dog experiment because that was the catalyst for discovering this learned helplessness phenomenon. Imagine a dog that's shocked no matter what it does in a cage. Over time, it stops trying to escape, even when the door is open. Similarly, people can develop learned helplessness after facing repeated challenges where their efforts seem pointless. Now, here are some examples of that. Schoolwork. If a student keeps failing tests despite studying, they might stop trying since they feel that they can't improve. Relationships. Someone who feels like their opinions are ignored might stop speaking up because they believe their input doesn't matter. And in the workplace, an employee who sees their ideas consistently rejected might eventually stop sharing new ideas. Now here's a few examples. Schoolwork. If a student keeps failing tests despite studying, they might stop trying since they feel that they can't improve. Relationships. Someone who feels like their opinions are ignored might stop speaking up because they believe their input doesn't matter. And in the workplace, an employee who sees their ideas consistently rejected might eventually stop sharing new ideas. 
In each of these cases, the individual learned to feel powerless due to past experiences, leading to a sense of helplessness, even when they could actually make a difference. Now, I already hear you in the back asking the question, why does learned helplessness happen? Well, the answer is that learned helplessness occurs when someone faces situations where they can't control outcomes, leading them to believe they have no control over their circumstances. This belief can make them passive and less likely to take action. The example of the dogs in those cages, it illustrates the concept of learned helplessness. Just like the dog gives up trying to escape because it learned that its actions don't affect the outcome, humans can also become passive and avoid taking action if they believe their efforts won't make a difference. Now, you're able to overcome learned helplessness, and the way that you do that is through awareness, building self-confidence, and taking small steps towards change. Recognizing that their efforts can lead to different outcomes and gradually experiencing successes can help break the cycle. While learned helplessness is often a result of repeated experiences, a single negative event can sometimes trigger it, especially if the person believes they have no control over the situation. When somebody is in the grips of learned helplessness, this can contribute to feelings of depression and anxiety. When individuals constantly feel powerless to change their circumstances, it can lead to a sense of hopelessness and negative emotions. In order to prevent learned helplessness, it's important to focus on building a growth mindset. Encourage yourself to see challenges as opportunities to learn and grow, and remind yourself of times when your efforts did make a positive difference. Now, there is a connection between learned helplessness and motivation because when someone is in the throes of learned helplessness, your motivation is going to be decreased. If somebody believes their actions won't lead to change, they might lack the motivation to put in any effort. What's the point when, you know, anything that you do is just not going to work? Now, just because you are feeling or experiencing learned helplessness, it's possible that someone might feel helpless in certain situations based on past experiences, but exhibit confidence and control in other areas where they have had positive outcomes. So just because you are experiencing learned helplessness in one area, it doesn't mean that it's going to encompass your entire life. Man, we are complex human beings and one of the ways that you can identify if you are someone who has been experiencing learned helplessness is man take inventory take inventory of your life you know you need to figure yourself out and that is why I have created this podcast gathering strength these are some of the tips and tools and techniques that I have learned and they have helped me and I'm just you know passing on the knowledge I didn't conduct this study but I am standing on the shoulders of the giants that came before me and I am reaping a harvest because of it 
Now, here's some guidance for addressing learned helplessness. Number one is going to be acknowledge your feelings. Oh, isn't that cute, right? Hey, your boy Ruby Rube, I am a 39-year-old hairy American man. But you know what? I have feelings too. I got feelings. And in order to overcome learned helplessness, you need to acknowledge your feelings. It is okay to feel frustrated or overwhelmed by situations where you feel powerless. Recognizing your emotions is the first step towards addressing them. Tip number two is going to be reflect on past experiences. Think about times when you felt helpless and couldn't control outcomes. Are there patterns or situations that can trigger these feelings? Well, if there are, hey, I have empowered you. You can, you know, do something about it. Challenge negative beliefs. Recognize that just because you couldn't control the situation before doesn't mean you can't ever have an impact. Challenge the belief that you're completely powerless. That was tip number three. Tip number four is going to be identify areas of control. Break down different aspects of your life and identify where you have control. Focus on small things you can influence and gradually work your way up to larger challenges. Tip number five is going to be set realistic goals. Start with achievable goals. As you succeed in these smaller areas, your confidence will grow and you'll be better equipped to tackle more significant challenges. Tip number six, celebrate successes. When you do take action and experience positive outcomes, celebrate your achievements, no matter how small they might seem. Tip number seven is going to be seek support. Reach out to friends, family, or professionals who can provide encouragement and help you see alternative perspectives. Tip number eight, practice positive self-talk. Replace negative self-talk with positive affirmations. Remind yourself that you have the ability to learn, adapt, and take control. One of my little mantras that I say to myself is I am strong, I am confident, and I am capable. I am strong, I am confident, and I am capable. Hey, say that to yourself 300 times a day, just all day. You need to feel strong, confident, and know that you're capable. Even when you feel weak and not confident, and uncapable. Say it in the face of adversity. I'm strong, I am confident, and I'm capable. And when you start to you know, believe that, watch the dragons that you slay, they get bigger and bigger. And next thing you know, you have manifested and transformed yourself into the dragon slayer. And man, when you slay those dragons, they always reveal to you the gold. So slay those dragons, get the gold, and go save the princess. And then level up your life. Let's go. Tip number nine is going to be learn from setbacks. If you encounter setbacks, view them as learning experiences rather than proof of your helplessness. Each setback can offer insights for future attempts. Remember that 
breaking free from learned helplessness, it takes time and effort. It's not going to be an overnight thing. You can't just put it in the microwave and set it for three minutes and and be done. Nah, it takes time. It's kind of like sweeping the floor. You sweep the floor one day, hey, it's it's good for, you know, the, the time being. But the dirt, dust, and dander, and cigarette butts, and used band-aids, man, hey, those are going to accumulate on the floor. So guess what you have to do tomorrow? You got to sweep the floor again. Because it takes time, be patient with yourself and take small steps towards regaining a sense of control in your life. If you find it challenging to make progress on your own, reaching out to a mental health professional can provide you with valuable guidance and support tailored to your situation. Let's continue to dig and get deeper like that little tiny submarine that went to go take a sneak peek at the Titanic, but hopefully your head isn't going to implode because you know what? We're going to get deeper on this topic of learned helplessness. Now, in order to deepen our understanding of learned helplessness, this involves exploring related concepts, potential causes, and broader implications. Now, here is a few additional points to consider. Now, there are many different ways to learn, and one of those ways is social learning. By observing how others handle challenges and take control of their lives, well, you know what? Hey, guess what? That's going to inspire you to do the same. Surrounding yourself with positive role models can be empowering. So you're probably going to have to get rid of, you know, some few idiots that are hindering your growth and and your, your progress. Because, man, we need to cut ties with people who are negative. People who are, you know, doing things that it's like, come on, bro. We've been doing this for years and years and years. And we are harming ourselves it's no longer fun the party has been done for a long time and it's time to pack up and move on so take inventory of your friends your social connections and if you want to be an eagle soaring with eagles then you're gonna have to get rid of those chicken heads that you're clucking around with deepening our understanding we come to resilience oh that's my favorite word and resilience is spelled R-E-Zilience. By building resilience, this involves adapting positively to adversity. Oh, and guess what? Adversity, that's going to come. A storm is brewing. The big bad wolf, woo, he knows where you're at. And he's going to be huffing and puffing. Now, learning to bounce back from setbacks, this can help counteract feelings of helplessness. Getting deeper and deeper, we come across mindfulness and self-awareness. Now, when I was growing up, those two words, they were not even in my family's words of economy. I was like, mindfulness? What does that mean? Self-awareness? Sure, I can recognize myself if I look in the mirror. I can identify myself if I'm looking at a picture. But other than that... Man, I, I, I was operating in the fog. Essentially, it was a case of the blind leading the blind. Yeah, I was able to inherit some strength from the school of hard knocks, but man, it took a lot of banging my head up against the wall to figure some things out. 
Now, practicing mindfulness can help you become more aware of your thoughts and your feelings. And this is going to make it easier to recognize and challenge learn helplessness helplessness when it arises. Cultural and societal factors. Now, these are two things that can impact the development of learned helplessness. For instance, cultural norms, gender roles, and societal expectations can shape how people perceive their ability to control outcomes. Now, one thing that comes to mind is, you know, the, the women back in like the uh, 40s and 50s, you know, they had their gender roles. And because they had their gender roles, there were some things that were not open to them because, you know, they were they have learned to be helpless as it pertained to, I don't know, changing the oil on a car or mowing the lawn or doing any of these jobs that society said, hey, this is what a man does and this is what a woman does. And, you know, even for the man, you know, uh, learned helplessness. There was, you know, a time when a man changing a, a diaper like, oh, hey, I'm such a man. I don't even know how to change a diaper. That is a woman's job. It's like, come on, bro. That's your kid. Learn to change a diaper. Quit. You know, um, you know, we, we need to release those learned helplessness talents that are she that they have us by the balls and uh move on from it now along the societal influences man we have media influences too now media messages can sometimes reinforce learned helplessness by portraying certain groups or individuals as powerless Being critical of media narratives can help prevent internalization of these messages. You can get deeper and deeper into learned helplessness. That is why I feel it is important to understand these psychological phenomenon that, you know, uh, we are susceptible to feeling. And if we don't know these weapons that are formed against us, man, how, how can we formulate a plan to fight back along that route of fighting back you need to adapt positive psychology you need to set goals and focus on achieving them you also need to focus on feedback and learning and sheesh man it goes on and on wow you know I'm not going to be able to talk about everything that encompasses this because it is a deep and complex topic my main aim is to introduce you to something that you may not be aware of and then reflect on how it is operating potentially in your life By exploring these additional aspects, you'll gain a more comprehensive understanding of learned helplessness and its influences. Remember that personal growth is a continuous journey and developing resilience and a sense of control over your circumstances, man, hey, that takes time and effort. So be patient with yourself. Before we go, I'm going to enlighten you on several historical stories and real life examples that can illustrate the concept of learned helplessness. Number one is going to be Holocaust survivors. 
Now, during the Holocaust, some prisoners in concentration camps developed learned helplessness. Constant exposure to extreme cruelty and their inability to control their circumstances led some to lose hope and become passive. Slavery and Oppression Throughout history, oppressed groups have sometimes internalized learned helplessness due to systematic discrimination and lack of control over their lives. Over time, they might become resigned to their circumstances, affecting their ability to take action. People in prison, aka institutionalized individuals. Now, people confined to mental health institutions or correctional facilities for extended periods sometimes developed learned helplessness. The loss of autonomy and repeated negative experiences can lead to a sense of powerlessness. Battered Women Syndrome now, victims of long-term domestic abuse might develop learned helplessness due to the constant exposure to a lack of control over their situations. They may feel trapped and incapable of escaping the abuse. Unfortunately, this happens in our educational systems. Now, students who consistently receive negative feedback or face challenges without adequate support might develop learned helplessness towards education. They may stop trying because they believe their efforts won't lead to success. It's important to note that these historical examples highlight the psychological impact of learned helplessness in various contexts. They demonstrate how external factors and repeated negative experiences can shape individuals' beliefs about their own ability to control their circumstances. These stories underscore the significance of recognizing and addressing learned helplessness to promote empowerment and positive change. Now, I would consider myself an average Joe, an everyday guy. I'm no different than you. We're cut from the same cloth, the Gathering Strength podcast cloth. Now, understanding the concepts of learned helplessness can offer several benefits to everyday individuals. Number one is going to be empowerment. Recognizing the signs of learned helplessness empowers individuals to take control over their lives and challenge negative thought patterns. They can develop a sense of agency and work towards making positive changes. We're circling back to one of my, my favorite words, resilience. Now, for you and I, the everyday average person, understanding learned helplessness, well, this helps individuals build resilience. They can learn to bounce back from setbacks, view challenges as opportunities for growth, and develop a more optimistic outlook on life. Along that journey, bet your bottom dollar that your mental health is going to improve. Recognizing learned helplessness can contribute to better mental health. That's right, you're going to have the buff mind. Individuals can learn to identify and challenge negative self-talk, reduce feelings of hopelessness, and promote a more positive mindset. Plan on enhancing your problem-solving capabilities. With a greater understanding of learned helplessness, individuals can become more effective problem solvers. They'll be better equipped to analyze situations and take action to address challenges. Motivation and Goal Achievement 
Knowledge of learned helplessness can motivate individuals to set and achieve goals. They'll be less likely to give up in the face of di difficulties, knowing that their efforts can lead to positive outcomes. Sheesh! Hey, that sounds great! Continuing down the path of positivity, your relationships are going to improve. Now, individuals can advocate for their needs, express their opinions, and contribute actively to relationships and group dynamics. If you are a parent, someone who is responsible for guiding other people to their own promised lands, well, parents can apply this knowledge to help children develop resilience and a growth mindset. They can encourage effort, praise progress, and create environments that promote a sense of control. Last but not least, lifelong learning. Seneca, that was the guy who said, as long as you live, continuously learn how to live. And when you understand, learn helplessness, embracing the concept of it encourages a lifelong attitude of learning and growth. Individuals are more likely to seek out new experiences and challenges, knowing that they have the power to adapt and overcome. In essence, understanding learned helplessness equips individuals with tools to navigate challenges, improve their mental and emotional well-being, foster positive relationships, and lead more fulfilling lives. It's a foundational concept that can guide personal development and courage, a proactive and empowered approach to life's ups and downs. Yep, those vicissitudes of life. Hey. You're going to be able to ride them like a surfer in Hawaii catching some big-ass waves. That'll do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to give me a like, a subscribe, a follow. Gimme, gimme, gimme. And in return, I'm going to continue to give you awesome podcast content. Until next time, it's onward. Always onward.